On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after six here on High Tide. We're heading into the last hour of the program. The podcasts are back in action. The uh, this morning's uh, first, well, first hour's going up. The next hour will go up in just a few moments' time. We're heading for a top of 21 degrees in Sydney. If you're thinking of heading out today, looks like a perfect day to do it. The offshore forecast looks this way. 10 knots becoming, or variable 10 knots, uh, becoming northeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the middle of the day. Seas below one metre, and the swell will be southerly around about one metre. Kieran. Yes, I'm. You got those tides in front of you? I have. I have. The tides are. Low tide will be at 8.39 this morning at Fort Denison, 0.68 of a metre. The high will be at 3.26 this afternoon, 1.58 of a metre. And then we'll have another low at 22.30 Point four five of a metre. And joining us in the studio this morning is Laurie McAnally. And, and Laurie, you'll be pleased to know that Dave Sutherland's still up and listening. You just messaged good, in the same nice to to Dave. And I don't know if it's because you're in the studio, but Melinda Pavey is joining us online. Good morning, Melinda. How are you? Good morning, fellas. Sounding good today. You sound good in the studio there, Laurie. No, I'm having a great time. I love getting up at 10 past three. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you've brought in a, a special guest today in honour of the fact that Laurie's here, yeah? Yeah, well, Wide bow, in, in but, you honor know. of everybody, it's actually, um, Kieran, I don't know how you're going to take this, but uh, the fellow that's just about to speak to us, he is, I reckon, the voice of the fishing show. Over to our special guest. Morning, Mel. Hey, Richie. Say good day in your best tones. You're listening to High Tide. <laughs> Kieran's gone okay. blank. <laughs> he's, he's, he's speechless, and that's something. He's too old for this. <laughs> I am. Well, he, you're waving your pension card at him. What's the problem? Again, <laughs> I've only even authorised it. <laughs> so Richie is the voice of the fishing show because he does that beautiful sting, that little promo. Um, do another promo for us, Richie. You're listening to Talk and Sport on 2SM. <laughs> Good grief. That goes back and, a ways. And in his spare time, Richie is also the member for Clarence. Oh, right, eh? He represents the areas around Grafton, McLean, uh, Yamba, Iluka. Um, and before that, he was uh, he was 2GF. He was the voice of 2GF, um, morning host up there. Uh, but just a fabulous fella. And we got talking the other day. I happened to be in Parliament House. And um, the conversation was actually about the red spot prawns. Um, and I said, oh, I've got to get you on the fishing show. We need to talk to you white about... White spot, um, yeah. white spot, not red spot. White yeah, spot, sorry, white spot. Yeah, that's... Oh, sorry, dear. But anyway, so that's that's how we got talking. And then Richie explained to me that um, he's, uh, his voice does the promos for it. And then he started doing it and had us all enthralled with his brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, well, the white spot's gone from bad to worse, so anyway... Yeah, no, they yeah, just yeah. allocated $4 million to try and fix it. Yeah, that's they won't fix it. No, of course yeah, they won't. Well, we, I mean, it, it, though we had to drag them kicking and screaming to get that uh, that, that money too. Um, you know, we've got 90 families here on the Clarence that uh, earn a quid out of uh, prawn trawling. That Their business was destroyed overnight, you know. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's, a tough, it's a tough one, this one. Well, if the politicians had taken any notice... Of what was said to them 
15, 18 years ago, this would never have happened. We would have never imported green uh, prawns from areas that are known white spot uh, areas. And that, and, and I watched 600 kilometres of uh, coast in Borneo just get wiped out by white spot years ago. Well, and, and, and that should stop immediately because we now have the farcical situation where uh, a, Clarence, a green uncooked Clarence prawn can't be exported out of an exclusion zone yep. uh, to other parts of New South Wales and Australia. Yep. But we're still letting this in yep. every day. Tons Disgusting. and tons of uncooked green prawn with the potential for white spot from a white spot country is being let into this nation. Well, on a regular basis, at a, a, a tonnage that is just unfair. Just to give you an idea of how much it is... When we did the uh, inquiry in uh, 1990, uh, no, 2004, yeah. it was $600 million of green imported prawns. So that's what we just got overpowered by the industry. And the politicians well, took, the, the politicians were very keen to work with industry, uh, with the importers, and not very keen to help the commercial fishermen. That's what happened. And that- and now we're paying. And now now we're, uh, paying, we're the paying the price. price. That's right. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It should be, it should be stopped immediately uh, because uh, we're now seeing the the full effects on a uh, a healthy, green, clean industry that we have here in. Uh, but well, Richard, in New South Wales. do we can still take the quota? I do believe it was all organised, and we were going to take the quota of of prawns, regardless of like a. A hundred year lease, so to speak, but if they just said cook them, cook them. you must land cook prawns. Yep, cook them. Yeah, cook just cook them, them before what, they come yeah, in. Yeah, what people don't realise, it's not the prawn, the prawn carrying the the virus. The, it's not the virus that survives the uh, the freezing. It's its eggs. It's 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 mm. it survives the freezing. So then they go yeah, and yeah, buy yeah. them in Coles or Woolies or wherever, and use them for bait because they're cheap. And, that, 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 yep. and then that spreads the virus around. Mm. Correct. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's destroying. Well, it's destroyed our industry for a couple of years here, and it's destroyed. Finished. And it, the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. Well, you won't. You won't. I don't think you'll get the industry back. You might, but I doubt it. So well, Richie, that's what we're focusing on. Get, I can tell you, Richie, you've been able to get some support for some of the farmers up there. Some of those those trawlers, haven't you? Yeah, we have, and uh, the the payments Mel has uh, landed uh, recently. Uh, so uh, look, there's support for two years, and uh, we're hoping that the the industry and the and the trawlers hang around because uh, our our product here on the Northern Rivers is is superb, as you guys would know. And we just want uh, we just want the industry back flourishing as soon as possible. Okay, Rich, what can High Tide do to help you? Well, at the moment, uh, I don't think there's anything. The government have uh, issued the directive that there's to be no export of green prawns for uh, out of the Clarence exclusion zone for two years. Uh, you know, the bigger picture really is we're still letting this in every single day. Uh, so do we, ch- do we chat up Tara and say, listen, something's got to be done about this or do we have to climb the ladder a little bit further? It's no, well, I think if, if Tara could take it to... Uh, uh, to the the ag ministers' forums, I think that that would be a good thing because uh, 
you know, biosecurity is is the next front that we need. I think as a nation to really have a very solid discussion around. Uh, if it's not green prawns, it's fire ants or it's lumpy skin in in cattle. Uh, so, you know, it's uh, it's or varroa mite, uh, for example, in honeybees. Uh, so, look, it's. It's a real problem, and I think we need to uh, get in front of the curve well, just, very, very quickly. Just as a throwaway line, after yesterday with Stevie Bowler, I think every every household will have to take on a pet snake. <laughs> after what he said, the, the country's just loading up big time with the uh, Wrigley sticks. Oh, that's all right. That's the native. They're fine. I, I've had three, you don't mind? I had three at my place. You at your place. I had three at my place this week, and I gently. Gently move them along. If they get in the house, Madam Lash gets very upset. I don't blame her. No, she does. They're just red belly blacks. They're all right. And uh, but she she has had one. They don't in the, eat much. She has had one in the office one day when I was out working, and uh, she said, "There's a you know I won't put the adjectives in black snake running around the office." I said, and she said, "It's gone in behind the filing cabinet." I said, "Is it filed for reptile or snake?" <laughs> S, S, R for reptile or S for snake, and the phone went click. <laughs> You've met Julie, Mel. I think you're just very lucky to be able to be telling that story. Oh, there's been, oh, Mel, there's been a few. I've, I've just got used to it over the years. As they say, only the depth varies. <laughs> well, we better have you come in one day and let's, well, Mel, you're good friends with Tara, aren't you? Oh no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> See, there's diplom- there's diplomacy in action. <laughs> Actually, I think she probably's had more conversations with her than I have because I didn't have a clue. She was quite. She was just she was just in the upper house, and that didn't you know she had, didn't have a role when I was there. Um, I had a bit to do with her when she was shadow crown lands minister, and she was pretty fair on that on a couple of things I had to talk to her about, but. You know, Richie's also got, I don't know how he got it out of them because they've cut funding to the bush in a hard way, but he got the funding for the next stage of the Grafton Hospital. So good on you, Richie. Well, in a that's very, a good one. Very dark climate out there in terms of funding. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you talk about the industry and, you know, that the government supported the um, the importers. I mean, the problem is, you know, every, every restaurant or every club we go to or every Chinese yep, restaurant... Yeah, they rely on it. They're relying on that prawn. And, you know, we're still at a, at a point where 70% of the seafood we eat in this country is imported. Um, we just make it so hard on ourselves. We did. Yeah, you'll have to talk to Neil about that one. No, I'll have to talk to Niall Blair about that one. Mm. A bit late now. <laughs> well, well, we went uh, from 1,100 fair, fishermen you know, to we, 700. We were tossing up, and let me tell you, between myself, Mr. McAnally, and Mr. Blake, we thought your special guest this morning would be the Honourable Duncan Gunn. Yeah, we thought it might have been Duncan. They were wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've got Sorry Duncan's number. Just give him a call. I have. I have got Duncan. No, Richard, there's no, no reason to be sorry. In fact, we sorry need to take... Down, fellas. <laughs> we need to We need to take a quick commercial break, so we're going to put you to work. Throw to the break for us. Back after the break, you're listening to High Tide. On 2SM and the Super Network, Talking Sport. Here on Talking Sport, Sir Graham Love. The day of the bolter is gone. I, I think yeah. back to even, like Reggie, Matthew Ridge, when he came to Manly, he'd never played a game of rugby league. We put him in his first game against well, Cronulla. And in I, first grade. I, in first grade, I did that on the advice of my GP. 
back in Auckland. The mod, mod, mod. Times have changed. Doctor's orders. Weekdays from three. Back to the talking sport studio. Billy Harrigan. Not in 80, 81, 82, I was running around in the first in A grade in Parramatta District. We're fair income while I played with black and bears. Well, Paul, <laughs> don't talk, just go. <laughs> just go. Hey, I like that one, Bill. I love it. And, and right I on, mate. To say hello to Bill Harrigan. Good on you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Hey, mate. Crikey. Outstanding. <laughs> What a inspiring belly. Thirteen twelve sixty nine. Talking sport. For over forty years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators, and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on zero. 0- 0406671359 With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 20 minutes after six, we're into the uh, final hour of today's program. Melinda Pavey online with us. We're going to catch up with Paul Burt very shortly as well, Kieran. That'll be good. That'll be good. Right. So now, who who's the special guest? What's his name? Do you want to introduce Richard him, Collins? Sorry, say you're, again. You're in you're in the box seat there. So it's Richie Williamson, member for Clarence, former mayor of Grafton. Um, he was elected in March. So, actually, Richie, you might share with the with the guys your your first you know six months in the job. What's it been like sitting in the New South Wales Parliament? Uh, it's an extreme privilege, Mel, as uh, as you would uh, you would understand. Uh, it's the most rewarding job I've ever had, uh, the most frustrating job I've ever had, uh, <laughs> all wrapped up into a fifteen uh, minute cycle. <laughs> yeah, but not being in government's really really difficult. Uh, well, I, well, uh, I can certainly see I can certainly see that, but not 
being in government before, uh, it's uh, the opportunity to, uh, you know, learn the ropes, learn how Parliament works, learn how the government works, and, um, you know, work hard for the people I represent to get them a better deal out of Sydney. Yep. Oh, yeah, you're going to struggle there, yeah. yeah. They, don't, uh, they don't believe in supporting National Party seats very much. Which is why yeah. he's at the hospital, Laurie. So he's already doing a good job. That is no, no. I'm, I, I, I was when he said that. When you said that, I was. I thought that was a pretty good win. Yep. Yeah, it's something um, that I'm particularly proud of already. I can tell you, we need to get on with that one. Yep. And uh, Michael Kemp's also getting a lot of attention from the police minister and the attorney general and some other stuff around Kempy and special programs. Yeah, no, Michael's. Michael's. I think Michael's just warming into it. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that, it's a new lot. But anyway, on a more interesting front, what's your what's your fishing history like? What's your? Oh well, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. Here. <laughs> National Park. Uh, National Park. Got a rooster in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. The rooster, <laughs> uh, named after a colleague of mine. But uh, uh, look, the, the fishing my, my fishing history, fellas and Mel, is not good. Um, <laughs> the Clarence River Fisherman's Co-op is a friend. <laughs> I think I think you and I have got a lot in common. Yeah, well, the best prawns are always at the co-op. Well, Correct. you got you got a, a bit of uh, assistance not far away. You got Mr. McAnally at Southwest Rocks. You got Pete Johnson at Old Bar. Yep, Tari. So that so there's two that you can utilise. And uh, if you want it in, just take Mel along. Yeah, phone a friend. I'll do that for sure. Yeah, phone a friend. Can I just wind back to something? That rooster called Jeffrey, that's named after a very good friend of both of ours, Jeff Roberts, member for Swede. Um, and I might just mention, Laurie, that uh, the point you made um, in terms of the white spot coming in, probably off bait from a freezer section of a supermarket. And, 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 off, the food, and off the food they feed in the prawn farms. Yeah, so um, I might just point out that the old tweed bait, one of uh, you know a huge industry, started up there in Tweed Air. Yep. If you want a frozen prawn, buy your tweed bait. Don't be buying that stuff from overseas. That That's right. The local fishing industry. At least. Yeah, no tweed bait buys local. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they sure do. I don't know how we got Jeff Provost into this, apart from the fact that your rooster's named after him, you'll get a good laugh out of this, Richard. <laughs> yeah, we'll put him on the podcast. <laughs> well, he'll be on the podcast, and your mate won't be too pleased about being publicly exposed right over the... Well, right around the world, actually. <laughs> well, I, my, my pet magpie's called Satan, so I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I named him after. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's going to happen next week now, Mel? Well, this is a big act to follow. Well, I reckon you guys, we should try and get Duncan on just for good old times. <laughs> <laughs> for good old times, yeah. But, but maybe we could even get the minister. Has she been, is she prepared to come on the show yet? No, I think it's still in witness protection. We've <laughs> <laughs> oh, had Rose Jackson on talking about Prospect Dam and opening that up to the community. So well done there. <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. she might she might want to come on and talk about the four fifty gigalitres of water which Tanya Plevisek wants to take from uh, in other parts of New South Wales. There's, you know, as we've said before, there's a better way to spend money that's left there in the Murray Darling Basin Authority. That's um, 
it's fixed up the outlet to the dam so that, you know, it's a better climate for the fish. If, we, if it's about the environment, there's a much better way of making the environment better rather than just taking water from farmers and destroying local communities. And, and people don't understand how the damage that cold water pollution does to native fish. Yeah. At least 100 k's below every dam, when, when they're releasing water, there's no native fish, only carp. Yeah, so we need, you know, we've got we've got the capacity to fix that sort of thing. Um, yep. Let's do that and let's make the environment better because, let's face it, it is a lot better than what it was 20 years ago yep. um, where you had the, the, the salt levels along the Murray at a really worrying level. A lot of those issues have been rectified and fixed by the management um, and let's keep going down that track. And thank God we've got the, the Menindee Lakes project so they were going to mess up the Menindee Lakes even though... The Menindee Lakes aren't perfect. They weren't going to make it any better, and it would have affected the community out there. We've got that off the agenda anyway. And, Richie, not a bad uh, place to represent where, you, where you're from up there at Grafton. You've got um, Mickey Beatty and his team down there at the Clarence River Jockey Club that do yeah. a, an exceptional job. You've got the Greyhound Track, um, the, the Jacaranda Festival. There's so much up there. It's a great place to go and visit. Come on, stand up and go for the uh, Minister for Tourism role. Yeah, well, that, well, that's ex- that's exactly right. I mean, Yamba, so I was in Yamba yesterday. It's chock-a-block. School holidays are on, of course, and uh, it's a great part of the world that, uh, you know, I was born here, so I uh, I, I, I kind of get it, and uh, yeah, we're very, very fortunate to live. Okay, who's your most favourite country and western singer? Oh, Troy Cassadaly, born in Grafton. <laughs> and guess what? He's a mad fisherman. He, he started. He is. He, he is. Started his career in the studio at Two uh, KY way back when he wandered in one day. I'd heard him and I said, "Do you want to come in?" And he's a fisherman, and he came with his guitar, got it out, and uh, on the top of the lid, there's his fold-up rod and reel. And your favourite ro- favourite rock band from the seventies and eighties? Uh, mine. You'd have to say mine, Cold Chisel. Oh, what? Cold chisel, mate. Don Walker. Actually, here's something for you, fellas. Don Walker and Troy Castadaly live at the Jacaranda Festival for free. Wow. Something for nothing. Just got to be a catch. Something for nothing. (laughs) And former politician, of all things, to say something for nothing. (laughs) Mate, I look forward to you coming down and being in the studio one day. Yeah, that'll be my pleasure, fellas. Thanks for the yarn. Good on you, Mel. Cheers, Richie. See you, mate. See you, folks. <laughs> okay, see you, Mel. G'day to Paul as he's coming on the radio. He's a, he's a busy man, that one. He's he's off overseas somewhere at the moment and will not tell us where he is or what he's doing. Clancy's well, gone and driving and we don't know where he are. I wonder if he's in, been employed by ASIO. <laughs> and you drive home on that motorway safely right on Laurie. I'll have, my new, I'll have my, new, my new boat in tow. I don't know. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. See you, Mel. Melinda Pavey there on High Tide. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the other side of this. It's 28 after 6. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au. One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au. 
Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances using patented Sixth Sense technology. Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. That's the best result for you, your family and the environment. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au to find a stockist near you. Now's the perfect time to try Arbavite because for one week only, get up to 25% off online. Already stocked up on Arbavite? Get in early for presents for the family or for yourself. Arbavite sales are rare, so don't miss out. Head to arbavite.com.au. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U for 25% off or call 1-300-879-863. Your flight centre, night centre, see the starry light centre, cruise centre, tours centre, are you insured centre? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done centre, island top, over the top, one stop shop, never stop, your centre, our centre, Flight Centre, at the centre for 40 years. Flight Centre. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. There is no better venue for weddings in Western Sydney than Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With a beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks can turn your get-together, party or celebration into a memorable special occasion. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function Staff on 9670 8888. Welcome back to High Tide. Time to catch up with Paul Burt. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Hey, mate. I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so, I'm still asleep here. I'm going to be really quiet. <laughs> yeah, don't want to wake the whole household up, but um, well, you, you wouldn't mind waking the household up if you could bring back some, some really good fish from a fishing trip today. So where could oh, you suggest up your way to go? Because it's been firing everywhere down in New South Wales. You guys have had some, you know, the weather has been unfortunately not playing the best uh, friend for us up here. We've got that southeasterly breeze. It's been horrible. It's been relentless the last two days. And, you know, even today is going to be a little bit blowy. But uh, I can suggest that we're going to see some pretty good conditions coming through, um, you know, throughout the week. It's going to drop down. Those northerly, hot northerlies will come through. We've had a hot day last Thursday. And that brought out a few trevally and mangrove jacks there, mate. So, 
you know, the um, canals are starting to fire up. There's some really good catches of, of mangrove jack. Uh, we're also seeing some really good catches of trevally, particularly through the Monaco Street uh, canal systems, which leads into broad beach waters. Yeah. And there's also been some really good catches uh, around the seaway of Flathead, like um, the Flathead Classic is literally a week away. We're seeing some awesome catches of floodies around. I think we're in for a, uh, a pretty good season on them. A um, bit of weed in the water, mate, makes it a bit difficult there for the uh, for the lure casters and the trollers. But we are seeing some really good catches of, um, I guess, the whiting, if you want to catch whiting at the moment, up around the Narang River, particularly the council chambers, that's been uh, going off. And I had a mate of mine walking the flats, Timmy Harris, up there at the Hins Dam, uh, just walking the, the back banks because they've actually – uh, taken a lot of the, the – you've done some pretty good fire protection up there at the moment. Obviously, it's going to be a very dry summer, and uh, so you can get right down to the water's edge. But he's been catching Saratoga, and that fish is a, a beautiful species. Um, you catch and release those fish, and uh, maybe they've been very, very well. So that's something that could be on someone's cards if they want to have a bit of a – a bit of a, a bit of a, um, a, I guess, you know, a, a walk throughout the hinterland and – Flicking out a soft plastic and uh, maybe catching a Saratoga, something that may may have never done before. I, so I noticed that there's been some pretty solid current um, coming basically all the way down from uh, up around uh, Maryborough, all the way down the coast, just past Coffs Harbour. And I mean, it's, it's pulling in about uh, two knots at the moment. So um, mm. that that's pretty early, I think. That that massive change. Mate, it is. Normally we get the the currents picking up when we start to move into the, the, the warmer times of the year, and it's been warm this week actually. But, mate, it is a bit um, on the up and down side, and it makes it difficult if you're heading out. Well, we haven't been out for the last few days because of the southerlies have been huge. The swells up, it's been, you know, 30 knot winds. But um, one thing that, that, you know, I guess when you do look at those charts, it's really imperative for people that if they are going fishing out there and they plan the trip out there is to know that the current's not up. Two knots, it's not, it, it is racing. Yes, two nautical miles an hour, you're, you're basically drifting on the current, uh, not not having wind on top of that. But it does create chop. And you can be out there, you might go out two or three miles off the coast, or, you know, say you know, five or six k's. And one thing is when you are out there, it does make a big difference. So you will start to see a bit of a change coming through uh, on the surface of the water, particularly if you get the wind against current. So it is a good idea to always check your uh, check your maps, check your current flow, and check the wave rider boys as well and just uh, get that that swell direction, the distance between the swell, and, of course, you know, knowing what that current's going to be doing. Um, but, mate, it has been pushing down, but that's going to bring the dolphin fish. And the mahi-mahi really love the fads at the moment. We've got some pretty good fads off the Gold Coast um, in 36 fathoms of water, also the 42s and 50s. And uh, I know they've been holding loads of gab from sea probe charters before the weather turned nasty. Absolutely brained the uh, the mahi mahi and the dolphin fish. So they're around in good numbers. Nothing big, but um, you know the legal size. You can get them up around that sort of you know 60, 65 centimeters. You get them in that at the moment and uh, put them in the esky. They're pretty good eating. Nice. And I suppose also with those currents, it's worth mentioning we had a situation. Uh, I think it was down off Port Hacking during the week where a uh, Yachty went out, and obviously it was the first time he'd taken his yacht out for a uh, run in a while. But with sails and motor, he <laughs> the anti the fouling on the bottom of the boat was so big he couldn't make way and had to uh, get marine rescue to come and give him a hand. So uh, topical at this time of year when you start dragging your boats, be it off a mooring or out of the garage, to do a little bit of preventive maintenance before you head out. 
<laughs> Mate, too right, absolutely, 100%. I mean, it's really difficult to understand that if you've got a boat that's moored is to understand the growth side of it underneath. And uh, sometimes you just don't see how much is hanging off the back end of it or underneath. And, you know, that's where those little underwater drones work well. Um, like I said, I use that underwater from uh, under, underwater Australasia, which is a just a small drone there. And, mate, that thing is an absolute cruncher, um, for particularly for moored boats, boats like yours. You'd be able to jump in. If you can't jump in with a pair of goggles, you're not up for it. Maybe the water's dirty. Is to um, You can put one of those things down and have a look. But, mate, yeah, you've really got to know. And it's the same as if you have a trailer boat. It doesn't matter. If you have a trailer boat, you've really got to make sure that you've got the right, uh, you know, the right, the right, Battery maintenance, fuel maintenance. If fuel goes off, you know, make sure you're using the older fuel first. If it, if you're not using your boat often, or you know, it, there's so many different things that you've got to make sure that's happening. You don't want to be crossing a coastal bar, and uh, something's not to up the, up the scratch that could have been prevented. Too true. And uh, I, I use an Insta360. Just poke it down the side. It's waterproof. They're good. Look under the yeah. hole. Easy way of doing it, and cost effective too. Certainly a lot cheaper than employing a diver every couple of months to go and have a look at. <laughs> Oh, mate, absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes it can be a bit hairy jumping over the side of a boat. You know, you always get you always get fish there and, you know, picking on the weed or, or whatever it might be. And, of course, the little fish being big fish, which being bigger fish, the ones that you don't want to mess with, which we've, uh, we'll hear about this time of the year moving around as well. Yeah, but some, a lot of bull sharks in uh, pit water that you've got to be a bit wary of, so I'll, I'll just leave it to the experts. <laughs> <laughs> the ones, but we're seeing some good catches as well, mate. Um, those currents will bring down, like I said, the dolphin fish. We should be seeing, you know, the, the marlins coming through. But the elephant tuna, when that weather settles down, they'll be out there in good numbers as well. So you could probably get out there and chase some big yellowfin if you want to get out there around that 200 fathom line. Generally, September is a good time to have a crack at them. So, you know, that that'll be happening. But um, I'd be doing some lightweight jigging once this uh, current and the weather settles down. If you want to get some good snapper on jigs, you'd be able to work those on the 36 and 42s. And also back in close, there should be a few mulloways still starting to move around, even though the weather's warming up, even though we're seeing a different change. But the southerly that we've just had uh, should bring some different coloured water in close. And I think it'll, you'll start to see some mulloway on those local reefs and wrecks. And you'll only get a couple of days at them, then they'll move away. Um, so once this weather settles, if you get out there and have a crack with micro jigs or live baits around the artificial northeast of the seaway, um, even the 18s and the local bombies there due east of the bar, and up around the Cotton's Cathedrals and uh, and even the Sully's Reefs, I think you'll do okay for the first. Again, you'll only get a couple of days on them, then they'll shuffle off. But that's a good opportunity for people once the southerly comes in, it stirs things up, and then it'll move away, and the fish stay for a day or two. Paul, great report. We won't uh, we won't push our luck and wake the executive producer. So uh, I'll bid you a very farewell, and we'll look forward to catching up with you next week. No worries, mate. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Grant. Don't forget, check him out on Step Outside. Get the uh, 7 Plus app, download it to your phone, and all of the episodes are up there. That's Paul Burt joining us here on High Tide. Afternoons with... But a backbencher's wage and a first-year teacher. The comparison is now, I think a backbencher gets three times or two and a half times. I think we're going back to the late 80s, last century, but uh, that's what it was, yeah. 2SM has Sydney talking. I don't think politicians will ever get a pay rise and people won't comment in a negative way. The Prime Minister of the country earns less than some of his advisers. How do you work that out? But they do. Brent Bultitude. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. 
View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Every mine eventually comes to an end, but the use of the land never should. It's why Glencore is a leader in mine rehabilitation in Australia, working with local communities and going beyond what's expected to return our mines to native forests and farmland. We do this because we believe it's the responsible thing to do. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris. Think outside. Hot, hot, what you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream Ambiheat, the advanced energy-saving heat pump that's made in Australia Install the ring Except nothing less than Australia's best This is the sound of David finding a bargain on his car insurance Woohoo! <laughs> and this is the sound of what that bargain may cost David in the long run That's right, that's the sound of bargain regret, which can be very expensive. Worried about cheap insurance? Who offers great value cover you won't regret? Amy does. Before buying insurance issued by Amy, read the PDS at amy.com.au and consider whether it's right for you. TMD also available. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down. Welcome back to High Tide. We'll catch up with the rest of the crew in just a few moments' time. But right now, it's time to head out to 938 Woodville Road at Billawood. And I'm referring to the complete angler. Mike, g'day. How are you? Oh, I'm very good. How How is everyone? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Trying to keep Kieran in check, which is a hard, hard task, but you know what that's like. Exactly. What, I was going to suggest to him that he could potentially go fishing. So where would you suggest that we send our captain off to? Well, it's really good. Uh, still, the fishing's been fantastic. And um, obviously, we just started the school holidays, which is great. Um, and we've got some good weather forecasts as well, too, for the next week as well, which looks really good. So uh, hopefully, all the moons are aligning for everyone, which is good. It's rare to have holidays, good fishing, um, and good weather as well. So fingers crossed. But uh, there's just, again, just so much happening. The, the, there's a couple of really big things. Obviously, the snapper run is just fantastic at the moment off Sydney. We're just having a really strong season. It, it kind of normally 
normally traditionally it kind of normally slows down now but it, it's not it's doing the opposite it's kind of cranking up a bit which is really interesting I, as i said uh, probably a few times i think we're, we're this is a bit of a transition type of year with with the currents and and the fish are a little bit all over the place certain stuff's are firing up certain stuff is a little bit slow but but the snapper runs really strong really good um so if, if you've got a boat most of the fishing has all been boat um, access unfortunately the shore-based guys are going to find it really hard to get amongst them um but certainly if you've got a boat we've got good conditions and and they're definitely on so um, where the fish have been biting have been all over the place um, they've been as far north as you know barren joey and east reef and all the the northern reefs you know in the northern part of sydney all the way through down to like balambi and wollongong and all the reefs down there so there hasn't really been a hot spot it's been very widespread um but there's definitely been a bit of a trend to the deeper water so they seem to be you know just hanging in that 60 meter plus there hasn't been much activity in the shallow stuff which is which is a bit interesting but it is what it is um and the bait guys have been doing really well like just just like literally using the humble pilchard you know which has been around for a million years that's been working really well just down with you know with a set of gang hooks and, and a fairly big ball sinker because you are fishing in that deep water has been working really well very simple technique and, and just you know drifting the reef and the reef edges in particular um the, the lure guys are doing really well too um so you know if you like your lure fishing it's, it's been a, they're a really good fish to target at the moment too because they are in good numbers the lacana style jigs have been working the best um soft plastics have been good but because the fish have been mainly in deeper water it's been a bit hard on the plastics um but yeah it's, it's been really good both on lures and bait um there's been plenty of bycatch as well too lots of flathead um, moes and trag all them fun you know tasty fish as well too um and if you are going to get out definitely one thing that's been a bit of a trend is that first light seems to be the best time to get them snapper um so yeah it's been really good so if you can get out there give it a go um still on the offshore stuff uh, the elephant reports have been really quiet um it's been a quiet probably two weeks really for reports there's been a few around but it's been extremely patchy could that be um, because so, of the heat do you think because we had those really hot days last week i mean with el nino kicking in now i'm assuming that um that you know the the regular species are going to be uh particularly though you know the, those that travel up and down the coast are going to be moving around and changing um their normal regime because the water's going to be hot i mean the other day yeah. i was out there it was nearly 19 degrees in big yeah. water it is. It's very warm. It's very warm. On, on the estuary front, definitely, um, like, actually, air temperature can heat the water up. But for the offshore guys, it's normally the current, that East Australian current, which is it's really starting to roar now, actually. It's all coming down from up north, and there's some really hot water coming through over the next probably five to probably eight days, I would say. You'd probably see it hit Sydney. And that water looks to be around that 20, 21 degree water, which is really warm for this time of year. Like yeah. we normally don't get that water until later on. Um, but look, 100%, definitely on the estuary side of things, yeah, the, the air temperature can really heat things up. Um, and particularly in our shallow, the shallow estuaries and the shallow bays and stuff like that, it can make a big difference. If you've got a rising tide, you know, coming up into that afternoon sun, it can make a huge difference, maybe two, three degrees temperature compared to the main the main body of water, you know, so for example, in the harbour compared to the upper reaches. So um, where you've got that warm water, you've got really good activity. Um, so you get a lot of bait fish activity and obviously the fish as well too. So it all goes hand in hand, which is a really good trick if you're fishing the estuaries at the moment. You know, definitely the shallow bays have been fishing really well. Um, but yeah, on that offshore scene, yeah, it, it's been a little bit quiet. It's been patchy. Um, but as I said, there is some nice water coming down. So I'd probably watch that space and just see what happens. I think that could be quite interesting this year. Um, same as all the kingfish out wide as well. Um, because the currents kind of slowed down a little bit, 
the 12 mile and long reef, them type of areas haven't really been fishing that well for the Kings. Um, but again, once this current hits, I think it really will start to kick back up again. Um, one thing that has improved as well is the, the, there's some big salmon schools starting to show up. Um, I was out the other day and they were, gosh, they were really frothing the ocean. It was pretty cool to see. <laughs> um, so they've been around Botany Bay and the hacking in particular, they're moving up and down, but you know, they are a pelagic, so they can, they can pop up anywhere. Um, and they're very fussy this time of year. They're feeding on them small little bait fish. So make sure if you are going to get out there and chuck lures in particular, just make sure you got them little small lures. Um, same as on the, on the rocks and on the beaches, um, it's all been pretty much a salmonathon. There's been lots of big salmon, um, and some of the salmon have been like four kilos, have been huge. Um, the, yeah, huge, massive, massive fish. Um, there's also some big trevally getting around on the beaches too. They're great fun to catch. Um, so that's a good little one. Um, and off the rocks, uh, still them traditional winter species. Drummer fishing's really good at the moment. Um, there's been a couple of big bonito getting caught too, which is a bit weird, um, but um, it's happening. And, and there should be the kings. The kings should start to turn up on the rocks now as well. Um, so, yeah, there's lots happening on that side of things. As I said, in the, in the estuaries have been firing because the water temps have been up. It's just all happening on the brim and flooded scene. It's just fantastic. Um, and, again, all the upper reaches have been fishing really well, um, again, because of that warmer water. And we've had really no rain. So the fish have been pushing right up in the back reaches. Um, still lots of jewfish around. And, again, a lot of smaller ones. But there has been quite a few big fish in that 10 kilo mark getting caught too. So, look, you just never know with them type of species if you put the right baits out um, and put the time into it. You just never know what's going to happen. And we're in that lead up to the full moon as well too. So all of next week looks really good tides as well. Um, the, the other big one, and this is a really big change, is, is the winter kings, well, kind of spring kings, I suppose you'd class it as, has pushed into the harbour. We're getting really good reports from, from the harbour kings because they've been a little bit, you know, hot and cold, but there's definitely been consistent over the last two weeks. So again, they've pushed right upstream. They've been up in the Iron Cove and Lane Cove and Mill Harbour, um, particularly the harbour that tends to hold them big fish. Uh, and then we're talking like metre-sized fish, they're proper, proper-sized kings. Yeah. Um, so again, the, the guys that have been getting and been putting the effort into it, getting the live baits and putting that effort in the first you know, first light, you know, doing all the hard stuff. And the lure guys have been doing quite well. Um, but a lot of the places have been all shore-based. So a lot of the, you know, the harbour wharves and stuff like that have been really good to fish for the these big fish so it's been really cool um and plenty of luteric too still the, the luteric season has just been fantastic plenty of big fish getting caught um and a really good fun season if you haven't got into luteric fishing it's very addictive it's all float fishing it's very visual uh really good thing to do with kids as well too keeps them busy they're actually watching something you know wanting <laughs> back in the whole time as well um so they're a really good fun fish to catch um and there's plenty around in all the systems as well um and just a reminder too on the trail one is the long weekend opens up on the long sorry the all the rivers open up on the long weekend um and we're expecting a really good you know fishing for that as well so there's plenty to plan over the school holiday period so certainly, certainly sounds like uh, it's worth getting out there are you just listening to you talk about uh, the kids i remember uh when i was uh, growing up we'd go fishing with my dad and i'd cast out get to the bottom dad is it time to reel it in no leave it just leave it stop stop yes. fiddling with it and just leave yeah. it <laughs> exactly that's where lures are really good for kids because uh, they're constantly doing something or oh, i found floats are really good for kids too because they yeah. can visually see it you know yeah. so even take them out mullet fishing or as i said the luteric you'll you'll get addicted yourself it's it's great fun at the moment so the other one was dad i'm getting a bite no it's just bouncing across the bottom of the water just leave it <laughs> they're all the good things things we remember it's great fun it's uh, great too true and that's why that's why it's worth uh, during the school holidays getting out with your kids because they remember it for a long long 100%. time 100%. if you can't 
If you can't get out, I suggest you go up to 938 Woodville Road, Villawood, or you can give them a call on what number, sir? Uh, 9724 7474. Um, and we're open seven days, obviously, all through the school holidays. So come down and see us. And of course, if we've got a huge range of tackle, but of course, if you need any advice, just come and ask us. We're always here to help. Thank you, Mike. Do appreciate that. Let's continue and head off to Salamander Bait and Tackle. Good morning, Maddie. How are you? Happy Sunday, fellows. Uh, good, thank you, and yourselves? Not too bad. Having a, having yeah. a ball in here with Laurie this morning. That's all good. Uh, who's who's organised the breakfast? What are you having? Kieran, we, no, we've had Mexican sausage rolls, which were rather spicy, and we've had um, uh, Maltese uh, pastizis, which are very tasty. Jesus, folks, you know, it's Australia. Bacon and eggs are a thing that we have here, too. We love bacon and eggs, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I ask Al what he's having for breakfast, it's some exotic... Dish from the night. Yeah, okay. Uh, look, yeah, okay. I had a rock cake and a cup of coffee, so you win, I guess. Cause no, I no, know. rock cakes are good. I'm happy with yeah, a rock cake. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with a rock cake. And um, look, I guess overcast conditions here, light to no wind, which is good, and the seas have come back down again. So water's a little warm. Um, I was at Soldiers Point Bay around the other day getting some uh, water for the old worm tank because we've kicked off with the live worms again just before the long weekend, which is next weekend. But, uh, Jesus, it was warm and on the feet, and Peter Silcock's telling me 20 degrees up in Karurua River, so they've been getting some nice flathead up there to about 60 centimetres. He likes the, uh, the small five-inch jerk shads, the fire tiger colour, but, um, look, you know what? I think most plastics or most lures in many forms will work. Probably the colour and the action is something to look at, dependent upon water clarity at the time you're fishing. Um, what else has been happening? Just in the diary, starting to get a few blue swimmer crabs up around um, Bulls Island there and just at the entrance to uh, Tillagoo Creek. Uh, some flathead from Taylor's Beach yesterday off that small wharf, pontoony thing. Um, Still some brim on the main break wall in not bad condition. So they sort of turned up a bit late. I think they won't. I mean, what is it now? The 24th of September. I can't see them hanging around too much longer. But blackfish the same. They're still getting the odd few. They are there in numbers, but they're super sensitive at this time of year, and they're spawning by the look of it. So um, you, you put the time and you might get some, but you can probably leave them alone now because we've had five five months of them. So um, and wait till next year. Or oh, the ocean rocks. It'll be worth a crack soon, probably November-ish, out there on the, if you want to have a go for the blackfish somewhere different. Um, a couple of garfish I've heard of from the wharf at uh, Shell Bay, just opposite the country club there. A uh, good spot to take the kids to, that being school holidays or the grandkids. So Shell Bay Wharf or up around Shell Bay Beach at the western end of, uh, under the Marine Rescue Base, the western end of Shell Bay Beach. It's all sandy, it's deep no matter what time the tide, so they won't lose too much gear and um, might be in chance with the fish. And if it gets nice and warm during the rest of the week, which it's meant to, you can probably even go for a swim there. There you go. It's got a bit of everything. Um, snapper outside, Peter Silcox telling me that from the outer light they got some nice pan-sized reds up to 50 centimetres yesterday just on floating fish baits and some trag taken off the 21 reef during the week when they could get out so uh, beaches um, a few whiting not that many at this stage so hopefully fingers crossed that'll come soon the guys are starting to fish with worms now which is probably moving into that time of year so transitioning from the crustaceans to the old brim they seem to be taking the worms so um, either live or preserved the beach worms and you can get at them off most beaches if you want to have a crack at that for something different that year it's that's just as much fun taking the kids out, catch beach worms, or go and pump yabbies down at Royalwood Reserve. Gathering the bait can be just as much fun as fishing sometimes. So, could be something for everyone on the school holidays. And the first week of the weather-wise looks all right. So, fingers crossed. Um, 
We've got a good report for you next Saturday, which will be a long weekend and daylight savings, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. If people are in town, where can they find you? At the Coles Express service station, um, Salamander Way at Salamander Bay, 49820711. And because it's Sunday, it's, I close at 2 this afternoon. I have half a day today. So. Yeah, and Baldrick's uh, not in town. You've sent him over to Vietnam. He's, no, he's gone to Vietnam. Yeah, we're speaking to Alan. He went to Vietnam. And he's in the, uh, I wrote it in the diary, because if I'd remember this, uh, Hoi An. And as soon as I said that, Al went, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, the, Citadel, so. the Citadel of Hoi An's really worth seeing. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, very pretty. He's it. going back 17th of this month, uh, next month, yeah. he's going back. Okay, we're going to go. Oh, okay, then we'll stay here. Right, you have a nice day. Well, you stay there. <laughs> Keep your eye on the sky while you're there. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. don't forget, if you want to go fishing, fish with Shimano gear. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see you, Matty. <laughs> Kieran's in the background. Right. No, thanks for all that. You have a great week. Talk to you next Saturday. Winds light and variable. If you're thinking of heading out today, well worth doing. Laurie, thank you so much for coming in oh, and being a part always, of it. It's always great, great fun. fun. Great fun. Okay. And, and as uh, Kieran would always say at this time of day. Yeah, please keep your eye on the sky. And I do mean that. If you're going to fish, fish with the Shimano gear. Well, Laurie recommends it. Absolutely. Good luck with the Blake's Marine uh, Station. Yeah, Blake's Marine tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be good. Yep. I'll be now. Have a look at that Stacer deal. Oh, they're hot. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.